0: Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Azrin, the Language Nerd here. I'm the owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and welcome to today's podcast episode. I want to learn, I'm sorry, I want to talk about something that recently clicked in my mind, and it's it's about learning grammar in another language. My hope is that the epiphany that I had recently is something that helps you to become a better language learner. More specifically, my hope is that After this podcast, you are better at learning grammar in another language. This podcast will shed some light and provide clarity as to how to go about learning grammar. And I'm going to explain this in terms that I've never used before. So there's a book that I came across recently, which is written by Scott Thornbury, and it's called How to Teach Grammar. Scott goes through a few different methodologies that one could follow to teach different grammar concepts. What's really cool about his book is he even provides a number of a number of real-life examples of how you can implement the strategies or methodologies he brings up in his book in the classroom. He He even has a section of the book which talks about how not to teach grammar. Now reading his book basically it was helpful for me because it helped me separate not separate. It helped me clarify my own thinking about how to go about learning grammar in a language because there are many different methodologies I use as a language learner as well as a language teacher. And what was interesting to me about reading this book is is I realized that everything I do to learn grammar as well as teach grammar, all the different strategies, methods, everything falls into primarily two different buckets now he calls these buckets i'm actually going to look at my phone so i get this perfectly right cuz i've got it right here got some notes today he basically has a deductive approach and an inductive approach okay let's start let's start with the deductive approach so a deductive approach to teaching or really learning grammar would be using a rule based approach if you picture this in the classroom setting, this would look something like this: the teacher walks in, presents, uh, presents a grammar rule, uh, explains to you how it works, what the what, when you use it, the exceptions, gives you a whole bunch of examples. They might then have you do some practice exercises to practice that grammar grammar point. In other words, it's a very traditional approach to learning a grammar point. So that would be for example a deductive approach. So a deductive approach starts with the rule, the grammar rule, and provides examples. An inductive approach is quite the opposite. So an inductive approach basically would mean to teach or learn grammar from examples. So this would be where you are you are either provided with or you, perhaps you notice native speakers speaking in a certain way. And you notice, huh? Like in sp- in Spanish, for example, you might just notice it seems like the U f- conjugation in the present always ends in an S. Comes, hablas, vives, empujas, saltas. You might say, oh, all these S sounds at the end of words. What's going on there? And you start to think about it. You start to process the information, you listen closely, you maybe you, uh, I don't know, you uh, sit down and take some notes to try and figure it out and y- by using the examples you then arrive at the rule. You arrive at the grammar rule and you figure out ah, I think this is what's going on. Now of course inductive learning and deductive learning could be used by uh, language teachers of course but I think it's fair to say that a language learner could also... it's important for language learners to also know about this because you might decide, well, okay, well, which approach is going to work for me? Which approach have I been using? How's that been working for me? You might realize, well, I really like the deductive approach, so I better find myself a teacher or a YouTube channel or a textbook or something that is clearly de- explains to me, okay, this is how this works, okay, I got it, right, whereas some people might lean more into the inductive style and maybe you're someone who likes to jump into immersive situations and just figure things out by feeling it out or maybe I'm sure many if not all of you know what the the uh, comprehensible uh, comprehensible input theory comprehensible input in many ways I would say falls far more I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure that comprehensible input generally speaking would fall into the would fall more into a bucket of inductive learning and not so much on the deductive side of things. Now this book also has another chapter which is called How to Teach Grammar Through Texts. Now the way I personally view how to teach grammar through texts, I view it something like this. From the teaching perspective, I think using a mixture of deductive and inductive methods is appropriate and effective. You might use more inductive methods sometimes, more deductive methods. You might switch things up, you might blend the two, you might use one than the other, you might only rely on one, but generally you're going to use a mixture of the two. But then you're going to use grammar, You're, you're then going to use texts to give further examples of whatever grammar point you taught. So I think a good default for me as a teacher anyway would be something like this. I might start teaching a grammar point more inductively meaning more organically meaning I might say okay look here's this text we keep seeing this le word like in Spanish we keep saying le, le 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 we keep seeing this in this text that we read what do you guys think it means let's look at this let's try and figure out if there's a pattern and I'll coach the class to figure out roughly speaking what's going on and then I might switch to a deductive approach where I actually explain the rules and walk people through it maybe provide more examples but, but then in subsequent lessons, what I might do is I might then switch to using how to teach grammar through text and using that sort of approach where where I specifically pick texts to read out, read in class or read for homework, that use a lot of these les, les in Spanish, for example. And so I think when you're looking at learning grammar overall, everyone has their own approach, of course. There isn't a one-size-fits-all answer, but... What helped me when I was reading this book by uh, Scott, what's his name? Scott uh, Thornbury, is to think through those three separate buckets, learning grammar or teaching grammar through, through rules, learning or teaching grammar through examples, that's like the inductive approach, you see the examples first and then you infer, you guess, you figure out the rule, right, or how to teach grammar through texts. And I think blending the three, maybe you like to rely only on one of the three, maybe you like two of the three. There isn't, I don't know if there's necessarily the best way or whatnot, but it is helpful to know about those three buckets. So you can think through for you, okay, what's going to be best for me as a learner? I would say myself, when I look at myself as a language learner, um, I probably lean more into the inductive style of learning grammar a little bit more so learning grammar through examples because I'm the kind of learner who surrounds I surround myself with native speakers in person and virtually as much as I can I'll do through. I'll do through I'll do I'll do so through excuse me I'll do so through taking lessons private lessons I'll do so through language exchange partners going to meetups in my city I'll travel abroad if I can I will do intensive lessons, I listen to music, I listen to podcasts, or watch videos. I consume a lot, and so sometimes I'll start to notice certain patterns in the language just because of how much I'm consuming. Sometimes the content isn't even super comprehensible, and yet I still notice certain patterns. And sometimes it is comprehensible. I find when I'm listening to comprehensible input, it's even easier to notice certain patterns, uh, quite frequently anyway. So then from those patterns, I can then start to figure out certain grammar rules, certain not even grammar sometimes, even just ways of speaking, colloquial expressions and little idiosyncrasies, idiosyncrasies that native speakers have that maybe you would never learn in a classroom environment. I'm able to pick up on a lot of those things by absorbing so much information. So I would say that the inductive style is something I lean quite heavily into um, and it helps me a lot. Now, the deductive side of things, I still do that. So in other words, learning through grammar rules is something I personally still do quite a bit. But I would say there's two different ways that I implement it. One, I would say that the deductive way, the learning grammar through rules, often solidifies knowledge that I already had in my brain from inductive styles of learning. Meaning I absorbed a lot of content from native speakers, and I had an unconscious or maybe even a conscious theory as to how the grammar works in that language. And then by learning the rules, by a teacher standing up and saying, okay, here's how it works, or a YouTube video kind of breaking it down in very clear, concise terms might solidify that knowledge. And it might move the, the grammar knowledge from my unconscious mind, where I was aware of it, but I couldn't maybe articulate exactly how the, wor- how the rule worked, to the conscious mind where I go, ah... I see why I've been talking this way I see why I've heard 15 native speakers say that phrase ah I get it now right that makes sense right so then that becomes a deductive it solidifies the knowledge I got inductively and then through text for example teaching grammar through text I would say text slash listening it's for me it's a bit of both it's just input as a whole further input will then solidify the now conscious grammar knowledge that I have. I would say as a general rule of thumb, that's how I go about learning grammar in other languages. Of course, there's exceptions, but generally that is what I do. And I think that's long enough for this podcast. I know that's a pretty short episode, but I got to the point. I hope that was helpful for you. You're welcome to go grab that book from a library or a bookstore, whatever it is. Again, the book is called How to Teach Grammar by Scott Thornbury. Uh, It's about 190 pages and uh, if you're a teacher it might be helpful for you. The case studies are really good especially if you're a newer teacher that I think that might be really helpful. Not case studies but the the examples provided in the book as to how to implement the knowledge that's in the book. So it's pretty cool. It provides nice pros and cons for each approach to teaching grammar which is also really handy. And I think the last chunk of the book, which talks about how not to teach grammar. uh, To be honest, I actually haven't fully read that section yet. um, And I actually don't know if I will read that section. I think I've got what I want out of the book. But, you know, I think it's pretty cool to have a... You know, it's funny. So many books and and courses and such will say, here's what to do. And it just stood out to me. Let's say that this one even said, "Here's here's an example of what not to do. It's like, oh, cool kind of cool to have that there all right let's wrap this up thank you for listening to the episode hope it was helpful for you this is Azrin the language nerd uh, follow me on any social media platforms if you don't already um it's at polyglot azrin p-o-l-y-g-l-o-t a-z or z-r-e-n and of course follow my blog on substack so that's azrin.substack.com a-z or dot nsubstackcom All right, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.